Benchmark Business Hours and Valuations proudly presents the Meaning Business Podcast, hosted by Bruce Kudre and Peter Spinder. This is the podcast for anyone serious about buying, selling, and preparing your business for maximum growth. So, Pete, you wouldn't believe what happened to me the other day. Tell me. I came home, and there's people in the shop. Coal Shopping Centre was full of people at 8.30 at night buying bottles of water, and people were showering, going, going to the toilets in, in the shopping centre because we had a, a water, no water supply. Right. right. So, can I tell you what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they told us the water was going to be off from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. in the little community where I live, about 1,000 people. And uh, so, you know, everyone was ready for that. But 6 o'clock came, water was still off. Seven o'clock, water's still off. So we hadn't we hadn't flushed the toilet all day, right? Jane hadn't done the washing of the clothes. We we're waiting for the water to come back on. So now water's on. Eight o'clock, and then we get a message saying, "Oh, the water will be back on at nine. So by this stage, we need to go to the toilet, right? And there's people like, like Jane had to have a shower. She'd been in the pool. She wanted to have a shower. So we go to the shopping centre nearby, and there's people. The car park is full. No there's people walking out of the car, light up to the toilet. This stage, the, the water hadn't even been off for twelve, or, say. 13 hours, right? At 9 o'clock, we get a message that the water's not going to be on until 11. The water didn't actually come on until 12.40 a.m. But we realised how much we rely on water. And we were just starting to think about, what would we do with our electricity? How, no, it was just such a short period of time. It was like we were in crisis mode. The people in my, in my street are still, you know, I've got a baby. I can't, you know, I've got to take my kids and landlords. Um, it's here, isn't it? It was crisis. Build our life yes. around these infrastructure things that we rely on. Exactly. And then when they disappear, even just a few hours. Yes. Pure chaos. Exactly. Absolute chaos. Exactly. Exactly. So we, we were, uh, I was actually stunned at my own reaction. You know, it was just water. I mean, you can think back um, a couple of years when we had the you know, COVID and what was happening in the shopping centres, toilet paper hoarding, water hoarding, <laughs> That's right. all that sort of stuff. Yeah, exactly. It highlights the fact that we've got such a reliance on systems, on technology in yep. particular. Infrastructure. Infrastructure. Yeah, exactly. That when they go down, yeah. when they go down, yeah. then we're up the creek without a paddle. Long usually, because well, what do we do? We, we turn the tap and it normally comes out. Yeah. Press the button and it flushes. Yeah. But it doesn't. No, exactly. But in the old days, you had an outside dunny. That's right. Uh, you had your own generator or you'd get power or you didn't have power. You'd have a candle or whatever. We've become less resourceful because we've become so reliant on Everything there to support us. Our phone, banking, internet, lights, power. You know, Jane's car's electric car. If we don't have electricity, she can't drive her car. You know, the thought <laughs> that we were so reliant on that. So you're opening up, we're not going to open up a can, can of worms. You know, <laughs> uh, petrol, diesel versus electric. <laughs> we're not going to talk about it today. But you, you did touch on an important point. So what, what we're basically saying is that we love the, the technology. We, we, I, where are we going here from a tech? perspective digital perspective is phenomenal and yeah. it's opened up the world yeah i think it's made society a better place yeah but it's only oh, starting actually it's starting hey all right but there's a problem and the problem is actually with the technology because we're so reliant on it because we're building everything on it what happens when the internet goes out mm. what happens when the technology mm. is it accessible because the communication lines go down yeah and it's pure chaos yeah exactly and we just go running around looking for someone to blame because uh, our nature is not anymore to be resourceful and fix it or find Absolutely. an alternative. We just shut down. Absolutely. And then that, that is a, it's a huge, it, it paralyzes 
society and business. It does. It does. Well, I think, look, I love the digital and I'm immersed in the digital yeah. area very deeply. Yeah. At the same time, I've come to realize and recognize that it's a very dangerous road that we're heading down, very dangerous path if all we're doing is relying on the digital. If the digital is doing everything for us, we're in, in, in the world of pain when what happens when the internet goes out. Let, yeah. Let's play out that scenario. Let's yeah. say the internet today went down. Yeah. Communication lines go down. Yeah. That's okay for a few hours. Yeah. Well, what will happen if it went down for three days, four days, five days? Oh, oh. so this this week you probably remember at Queensland, the medical record system went down and they had to go back to the old paper charts yep. and records. Yep. And that was chaos for medical to doctors and nurses. They've only been on an electronic system That's for right. a year and, and it goes down and they can't. Can't deal with so that. That's from an information, and that was only for your hours. No internet. There's no Google. <laughs> now most people don't have yellow pages. They don't have white pages. They don't have access to yep. that information. So, first of all, we don't have access to information. Second of all, most businesses, most organisations nowadays store their information, uh-huh. store their templates, whatever yep. it might be, in the cloud. Yeah, but the cloud ain't accessible without technology, mm-hmm. without the digital. Mm-hmm. So how do we move forward? How do we buy? How do we communicate? Or how do we communicate? How do we call each other? Yeah, exactly. It's all over it. How do I use my FPOS card, my credit card? Oh, how do I use, you know, how do I buy or order anything? It's right. If you don't order anything, if you can't get it online, how do you get it? Okay, then you've got the operations of a business, for example, or the operations of a medical facility. Everything's relied on the technology. So the tent goes down. I can't operate the business. I can't operate whatever facility. The water treatment plant goes down. Electricity grid goes down. A chaos. It's just so. Imagine if the sewer stopped working. <laughs> <laughs> and well, if you think back to, I can't remember when it was, hundreds of years ago in uh, in London, where they had the issue with uh, population growth and they had the issue with uncontrollable ability for, for sewerage. Sewerage was going into the River Thames. Yeah. They couldn't control it. And yeah. I remember there was a story about a parliamentary sitting, and the, and the uh, politicians at the time weren't really listening until one year it was really really hot. And the taint, there's a stench, and it was going through the House of Parliament. And the story goes, apparently, that you know the politicians were in there. They realised, okay, this is really, really stinky. We got to do something about it, you know. So, but that can be reality today. Yeah, that can exactly. be our reality. That's right. And it we, is the reality. We joke about it, but it's a fact. Yeah. The fact is that we're too reliant on it because most businesses, most organisations, don't have adequate. We're totally reliant on it. My 89-year-old mum cannot do things because she, unless she uses the internet and she's not savvy. So for older people, it's a massive challenge. Just yep. really, so you know, make a doctor's appointment or get your Medicare paid or everything relies, or everything, I think everything relies on the internet and uh, and power and the digital technology. And banking, you know, you can hardly uh, pay anything or do anything these days with, with cash. It has to all be... Uh, cashless and, and online, right? So it's a, the threat is real. Um, there's a I don't remember her name, um, and I can we can put it in the comment section of the video on the podcast. But there's a book called "This Is How They Tell Me the World Will End," and it's about a New York Times uh, reporter mm-hmm. about cybersecurity, yeah. warfare, yeah. type of threat. Yeah. Now, I would say everybody should read the book because it's it's just mind-blowing in terms of where we're at from a silent perspective. Yeah. But I guess the reality with the book and what she's saying with it is that we're becoming too reliant on the technologies. We're becoming too reliant on the digital. 
you know, from, from health monitoring to mobile phones connected to digital to online payments, everything like that. And, and we've got to pause and we've got to reflect as a society and wind it back a little bit and go, okay, what are we doing to mitigate against the threats? Because the threats are coming. Mm. Optus. Mm. Yeah. Optus, just recently, last communication week. networks, yeah. last week, week before, went down. And for a period of eight hours or whatever time period it was, it was absolute chaos for yeah. those individuals. Yeah. On the Optus network. Everyone in Victoria hated Optus. And not only the the, the people on the the Optus network, but everyone else around yeah. them. Because you couldn't communicate. No, that's right. You couldn't access things. Oh, you couldn't get money out. You Business couldn't, couldn't operate. In fact, we were um, dealing with companies up here in Queensland, which is where we are today, and they couldn't operate because they were relying on systems that were based in Melbourne and on the, on, on the Optus network. So they their businesses were paralysed. They either couldn't get paid or they couldn't do what they needed to do. So that's an immediate example. And so, you know, people might say, oh, you're fear-mongering. You're, you're sort of, you know, saying things that, that aren't realistic. Well, no, this is reality. Today's reality yeah. is that a rogue actor or a piece of technology that updates incorrectly in the middle of the night, which is what happened according to Optus. Oh, it just what happened, right. According to them, something updated right. and that caused yeah. problems. Um, so... so it has this flow-on effect. It's going to happen. Like the water, not having access to water, oh. has a flow-on effect on everything Exactly. Else. So that, for those guys, they planned that from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m., you know, you're not going to have water, it'll come back on. But it didn't work out that way. Because you plan your life around those orders. Exactly. 6 p.m., water's back. Exactly. There's no guarantees. No guarantees electricity is going to keep running. I mean, apparently in South Africa, they have brownouts all the time now. Limited electricity. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's, it's no guarantee that we're going to have power. You flip the switch and the lower can yeah. on. There's no guarantee that the internet's always going to work. There's no guarantee that the companies that operate within that digital spectrum are going to always be 100% reliable. Obviously, that hasn't happened. So, so we need to think about how we're going to deal with those sorts of things, right? Absolutely. I need to have yeah. some spare water at home. <laughs> you do. You do. <laughs> so there's two things, well, two things are tied together. So first of all, if I say to you, have you got a risk plan? If I ask a, a business owner, have you got a risk plan? Most of them will look at me blankly. You know, what, what is a risk plan? Most yeah. people don't think about risks because, yeah. well, we're too busy doing the things every single day. And well, you know what? That's never going to happen. Mm. And I've had that experience with clients in the past. And I remember one particular instance where we're running a risk exercise with a client. And this is at the height of a particular drought period a couple of years back. And we're going through and I said to them, what would happen if this contract of yours you've got was lost because of the drought, and the response is, no, 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 it'll never happen. Well, guess what? About a month yeah. later, I get a phone call saying, you know what? Ah. We lost the contract. Because yeah, yeah. And so we've got to have yeah. the ability in a business to, to forecast. We've got to be willing to go, okay, well, what happens if it goes down? And so the second part to that is, okay, if the internet goes down, what are the redundancies in the business that allow us to continue at a semi- normal semi-operating fashion so that at least we can continue as opposed to purely shutting the door. Yeah, exactly. So the solution or the answer, I think, is that business owners and society needs to plan for risk and then you need to have your redundancies in place. I mean, think about it. If your business is an online business, you generate 100% of your revenue online and the internet goes down mm. for three days, mm. what is it going to do for you? Exactly. What does it do for, for, for your business, for your customers? How do you operate? Exactly. So it takes a bit of imagination. It does. To imagine that scenario and then think how you're going to deal with it, Absolutely. which takes, secondly, resourcefulness. So first of all, 
have a bit of imagination to just speculate and think about how it's going to be, contemplate what would happen. And then you need to be resourceful and imaginative also, and think about, okay, how can we deal with this? And sometimes there's no way, you can't see an answer. Absolutely. So you might have to talk to somebody else, say, how would you do if this was the case? And so what would you do if you're that online business? Look, there's, there's a few things that I would recommend. First of all, there is massive, massive risk in tying all of your IT infrastructure. When I talk about that, I'm talking about the communication networks or the internet to the one provider. So for example, your landline is going through Optus, your internet is going through Optus, your mobiles are going through Optus. All of a sudden, Optus goes down, everything goes you're out. You're screwed. Yeah. So you're better off having a bit of diversification and going, okay, maybe one for Telstra. Or maybe you might say, you know what, I'm going to keep it with Optus, but I'm going to have a Telstra backup SIM card, a, a Telstra um, air modem, whatever you want to call it, so that, say, that I switch it on, I can switch it on. Plan B. I've got a plan B. Mm. Um, I might have, uh, uh, if I've got forms, for example, or if I'm an e-com business, maybe I'll have my product catalog printed. I know it sounds archaic, <laughs> but maybe I have my catalog printed so that I've got access to it. I know my pricing. I can take phone calls. I can write down orders. You know, so you don't have to able to pay with a check. <laughs> check, check it. No, no, yeah, IOU, sort of like an IOU. Cash. Um, cash, cash is king. So there are ways. And like you said, you've got to be creative. You've got to be willing to think out mm. another square and go, okay, what else can I do? How else can I leverage? Yes. Um, and sometimes there's not going to be a solution. And the solution yeah. might be that, you know what? It's, we're screwed. We're screwed. Yeah. So maybe in those cases, the solution for the e-com business that can't operate for three days, maybe the solution is, okay, what are you going to do when it all works again? Yeah. What can we do to, 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 to regain? Ignite it. Reignite. Yeah. That is exactly right. What can we do? How can we reignite? So yeah. they're the sort of things that you can think about. Yeah. Maybe even have a pre-communication uh, strategy so the customers know that if something happens, if the internet goes down, here's a way you can contact us mm. as an example. So can I run something by you? Yeah. This is a bit weird. So generational. I believe that, generally speaking, younger people confronted with an issue are resourceful and imaginative and they'll think a way around it. They'll reignite the business. Older people, generally speaking, I'm one of them, tend to think, oh, you know, we're screwed. You know, what can you do? So we need to, older people need to particularly get back to that younger mindset and think about how can I have the energy and the wisdom and the power to, to overcome these things and not just accept it. You do you with me? I agree to an extent, but I actually think there's also, there's also the flip side. Okay. So I agree with you in the sense of um, the resourcefulness, but the resourcefulness for the younger generation is purely digital. Not purely, but very, very, very digital. So if I said to my kids, for example, find this information, they will be able to go onto Google and find it. But if there was no internet, how would they do it? They would know. Whereas the older generation grew up without the internet. So even myself, I grew up without it. So I know I could go to a dictionary to find the- Go to a library. I could go to a library. I'm going to do that. And I've had non-internet experience to know what I could do. So that goes back to redundancies around processes and systems. But you are right. We need to to have a very creative, imaginative way of thinking in order to tackle some of these problems. And there is one other thing that we need to have that goes back to a generational thing, which we discussed um, before the podcast. And that's the fact that your mattress, under your mattress, under somewhere safe, we need to have cash. Mm. Have a reserve, have a wad of cash, 
few hundred bucks, few thousand bucks, oh, whatever it might literally be. Literally got a cash dash. Yeah. Because like we saw with Optus, like we've seen with Telstra and other sort of outages, when the ATMs go down, you can't access cash. If you haven't got cash, you can't buy anything. If you can't buy anything, if you're stuck, yeah. how do we get around? So cash is still, in my opinion, is still king. Uh, exactly. Cash cannot do We cannot have a cash. It's not going to function. Any notion of a cashless society, from even from my perspective, I'm hardcore digital. Any notion, from my point of view, is rubbish, and I would yeah. push back on. Yeah. In, in theory, a cashless society is wonderful. Theory is great. Crypto is a wonderful exactly theory. Right. In reality, no, that's not <laughs> issues. And you know what? If you had that money under the mattress and you never touched it, great. It's an insurance policy. But if if things shut down, and you needed that cash, oh. And, and people need to stop thinking about the devaluation of cash. Now, some people might think, oh, you've got a thousand bucks out and it's sitting there for three years. You never touch it. Oh, it's only worth $600. It's not about that. No. It's not about the value. It's about the fact that you've got something that you can use. It's peace of mind too. It's, you it's, can go to bed on that mattress and sleep well at night knowing if things go bad, I've got that money there. That's right. And I can use it. That's right. Um, yeah, the cashless society, it's good in theory, but not it's in reality. Very, very scary. Yeah. So, just back to the generational thing for a second, or that. So, we do, all business people, regardless of age, we need to contemplate risk. We need to think what could go wrong. We need to imagine what could go wrong. We need to imagine what, how we're going to deal with it. Have a plan B. It could be, by the way, that everything keeps working fine, but as a taxi driver, technology makes my business less relevant. So we need to think about those sorts of things from a risk point of view as well. How does my business look into the future? How does a news agency look into the future? How does, you know, whatever you do in business, you know, hairdresser, barber, optometrist, whatever you do in the future, how's it going to work? And how can I teach it? What risk is there? How do I deal, imagine I could deal with that risk? What's my contingency? What's my plan B? And just thinking about that, in fact, you know, great business people are the ones that have shown initiative and been resourceful and use their imagination to come up with something better. You know, Uber, right. Airbnb, they're all products of people's imagination and challenging the norm. Yes, exactly right. Thinking about, okay, how does it work? How can I do it better? What could go wrong? Yeah. And brilliant. You know, that's that's really what we need to do in business. Right? We need to ask the question of what could go wrong more frequently. We need to then explore how we're going to address those issues. What yeah. are we going to do about them? Yeah. And then really importantly, getting everyone on the same page in the team. It's not enough for the business owner to know that, okay, if the internet goes down, we're going to do X, Y, Z. Everyone on the team needs to know because you don't want panic. It's the 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 the, the other night when you were at Coles and everyone's buying yeah. the, the water. It's yeah. the toilet papers being purchased during the COVID times. That is driven by panic and people yeah. panic. Yeah. You saw on the with the Optus situation. Yeah. People couldn't access social media and all of a sudden there's a bit of this psychological panic because... That's how we are building connections. Existing that part of their life. That's right. It's something interesting. With the water, it was a PR nightmare for the people that cut the water on. They they were only, there were six hours later in getting the water back on, but their company's reputation is destroyed. Absolutely. And the CEO of Optus and her reaction to the situation, uh, well, that led to her leaving a job. Yep. And people's opinion of Optus is not good at the moment. And the, and the, you know, I think most people are expecting some kind of um, subsidy or uh, repatriation. What they offered wasn't good enough. But the thing is, in business, we need to contemplate what can go wrong, how we're going to manage it. But when those sorts of situations arise, you know, the water yeah. doesn't come back on, 
how are we going to deal with the clients? How are we going to deal with the customer and manage it and turn a negative into a positive if you can? It's, that's, that's a massive issue, right? It's a massive problem. Now, most companies should be, in my opinion, uh, spending some time to understand what happened to Johnson & Johnson many, many decades ago with the Tylenol problem. Well, I don't know no, about no. that. So there was these medications and somebody um, tampered with them. Right. And as a result, patients died. People wow. died. Wow. They lost their lives. Now, wow. what Johnson & Johnson, the board did at that point in time and the decisions that they made changed the view that a lot of people globally had of this particular brand. And they realized that this company is really about the people. Because you know what they did? They made this. So they had, had a couple of choices. Uh, one of the choices was, let's just leave everything as is because there was only a few deaths out of, you know, huge numbers of this medicine that was being sold. And let's run the gauntlet. That's one Option number two is, uh, let's just put it under the, the, the carpet. Don't tell anyone about it. Try and hush, hush. And it'll go away. It'll go away. Hopefully it'll go away. Option number three, which is the most costly option, was to pull all of that medicine off the off the shelves throughout the entire US, even though it was restricted to one area, mm -hmm. to pull it off just in case. Overkill. And that's what they did. Mm. They pulled everything. They lost huge amount of money just to sell. Mm. But as a result, the trust, the brand, brand integrity, yeah, and the integrity went through. Yeah, and they were able to reclaim their market spot. They were able to build on the market spot. Yeah. And so in times of crisis, you got to go. Okay, well, do I hide away from it, or do I go? Okay. We've got a crisis here. We need to face the reality. And in the Optus case, okay, there's a problem. How do we deal with it? Yeah. And, and accept that, okay, we, we made a problem, potentially. Yeah. I don't know. And here's what we're going to do. We're going to listen yeah. and we're going to move forward. So, the, by the way, society these days, you know, whether we're traveling on a plane or on a cruise ship, any little thing goes wrong, we're expecting all our yes. money back and a refund and I've been, you know, I don't agree with it necessarily, but I understand that's the mentality of most people. So the the, the Optus CEO came out and, and someone mentioned something about a barbershop couldn't operate and she goes, oh, it's terrible. You know, she was being so casual. Yeah. It turned out to be a nightmare. You know, you can't do those sorts of things. So we need to not only contemplate how we're going to turn the negative into positive like Tylenol, but we've actually got to have a, a generosity kind of mentality to say, look, everybody matters. You know, we've got to listen to this situation. We've got to respect their point of view and if we don't agree with it and figure out how we're going to make this work. Absolutely. So you've actually touched on something interesting. We're not going to go down this topic today. This is something I think we should talk about another time. But um, when we talk about the internet going down, we're talking about, okay, there's a big calamity happening. But what if it's just your channel that yeah. goes down? What if it's your website That's right. that goes down because of whatever? And what if it's your mistake? Let's say your website gets hacked or let's say... You didn't pay your bill, or I don't know, and the internet, your website goes down, and that affects your customers. Yeah, and and that's what we're talking about. And, yeah, I mean, Optus obviously is a big issue because well, no, that could easily happen. Ocean is huge. You could do an upgrade on your website, and uh, it doesn't function properly. Right. So you've got to. I guess what we're saying to business owners, and, and what we're saying to people in general is, you've got to be in the other person's shoes. Now, that person in the barbershop, unable to run a barbershop for a day, it might not seem like a big thing to someone making a million bucks a year as a high-paying CEO. But I tell you what, when that's their business and they're relying on it, their family relies on it, that $500, $1,000, $2,000 of lost income, whatever it is that day, that's that is massive. Massive. You've got, to, you've got to appreciate that and respect that. Absolutely. And that was missing. Respect exactly. missing. Exactly. She was belittling that person in fact yeah. 
the opposite of respect. Yeah. Unbelievable. So part of risk mitigation, part of planning for risk and having these redundancies is how we communicate and how we talk to our customers, to the people that are impacted as a result of whatever's mm. happened. And the word respect needs to come into it. Mm. And we need to be mindful of the fact that yeah. as businesses, if we're talking about businesses, we impact. Yeah. And, and that re reminds me that <clears throat> I think about this with my kids. You know, we're never going to get everything right. We're going to. So, what do you do in business as a parent or whatever? You look back, or as a husband, you look back on what you did and you do it better next time. So, as a, as a business owner, you know, if things aren't, you know, you think, oh, I could have done that better. Implementing that improvement is a, is a great way to be a better business. Absolutely. So, just doing it the same way all the time, treating your kids the same way all the time, that's the way we do it here. Not necessarily right, having some respect and thinking about how I can do it better really does generate big uh, results if you do it right. So there lies another topic that we need to talk about at some point in time, which is a business owner's ability to actually be, be a, a, a true business owner where you are reflecting, where you're self-reflecting, reflecting mm. on the business. Yeah. You're willing to change your mindset. Yes. You're willing to change your attitude. Yes. This whole belief behavior of, I've always done it this way, so yes. therefore it is the best. That's absolute rubbish. That's death. It, it's, it, yeah. it is death, and yeah. especially in this digital context. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because your competitions, no, you know, they got it done differently. Yeah, they're gonna take it away from you tomorrow if you think that way. We've always done it that way. Absolutely. But look, coming back to so, by the way, that just reminds me. So it, it's another example of not working in your business but on your business, taking time away to reflect and meditate on what am I doing? What have I done wrong? Mm -hmm probably even more beneficial when I'm doing well. How can I do it better? What do I regret? What could I do differently? They're good things to do. They're very good things. And it's it's in those moments that we've got to be asking this question that we've, we've been discussing. Yeah, yeah. What happens when the digital business? Yeah. What happens if technology yes. fails? When it all hits the fan. Right. What's the redundancy? Yeah. Um, and then working with your team to develop the redundancies, the processes, the whatever it might be, uh, the communication to be ready to be yeah. ready yeah absolutely yeah so i think that's the key message here for exactly business owners is to yeah. embrace and love technology embrace and love the digital move forward with it don't don't be in the status quo this is how we do it, do it forever however don't forget that the real world is still the real world yeah people are still human beings yeah. and things can happen and so play out scenarios of not having the digital yeah. world and, and make sure you have operating systems models so that you can fall back on them exactly in the worst case situation exactly so that was a good little chat peak i'm gonna go home later make sure i've got some candles some cash in the mattress <laughs> <laughs> some water some <laughs> carrier pigeon in the bowl basement underneath <laughs> that's, what, yes. that's what we're gonna do but that if is, anything i'm uh you know cash 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 yeah exactly right cash. yeah well thanks pete that was great thanks bruce hope we'll make something out of that yeah see you soon